your favorite fat boys. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite fat boys podcast. I'm Jerron. It's your boy Stefan, aka Mr. Wash Your Meat, aka you probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> See, it don't make sense right now, but it'll make sense in a bit. Oh boy. So what's our topic for today? And so we're gonna be talking about you know what, what the FDA has uh, recently said about washing your your meats in the sink. Because a, a lot of people do, a lot of black folks definitely do it. I got my hand up, so yeah, I want the black folks to do it. And so, and, and what they say is that you know you sh- you shouldn't do it. And we're going to also talk about some of the celebrity doctors on TV that I take issue with, uh, Doctor Oz and uh, Doctor Phil, mm-hmm. and advice from uh, your boy Steve Harvey. Yeah, yeah, yes, Mister Steve Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get into this. Let's get into it. First and foremost, washing your meat. Fellas, do you wash your meat? Ladies, do you wash your meat? You shouldn't. No. No douche neither. <laughs> what, what are we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> you think you really threw me out there. <laughs> <laughs> so the FDA has come out and said, uh, you know, you go ahead and t- uh, you know, let everybody know what the FDA said. So the FDA came out and said, you know, uh, you shouldn't wash your meat. Uh, because you can spread salmonella, you know, throughout you know throughout your kitchen. So for many years, I've seen my dad always wash off it, rinse off the chicken, and then you know prepare it how he's gonna prepare it, you know, for that dish. And then all of a sudden they say, oh no, well not say all of a sudden, but it's a bit stink about it now. You know, don't wash your meat because then you spread salmonella. And it's like I told my dad this. He's like, I've been doing it. My dad been doing it. His dad been doing it. I'm going to continue to do it. Now, I know you asked me this question, and he's like, you know, do you you know, do you know, wash your chicken? I was like, no. Why would I do that? Well, you should wash. I think you should get something on there. It's some part. It's, some, it's, it's in some no, blood or something. Any bacteria that's on the chicken, you, you're cooking it. I'm not eating the chicken raw. Ew. You're cooking the chicken. That's going to kill off the bacteria. What what you washing off the chicken? The, the, the stuff. What stuff? The bacteria. What bacteria? The bacteria in the chicken. Where's it going? It's down the drain. No. How you know? You when you washing the chicken off, all you doing is splashing salmonella bacteria all over the goddamn surface. No, I'm not. I'm not doing like this to the chicken. I'm not flailing around my house. You can't see all the water particles that's going every place. If I did like this, I can see it. If I flail around, I, I can see I that. Can, I can understand if there was if there was some dirt coating on the chicken that you wanted to wash <laughs> off. But God, no. He said you rinsing water over the chicken to be rinsing it because somebody else did it. Yeah, my ancestors. You saw somebody do it. They saw somebody do it. So people just keep doing it. Yeah. So do you understand how hot the water would have to be, and how much you would need to scrub a chicken with you know with some type of you know soap to get that bacteria? Well, that's what we're not doing. We're not first of all we're not scrubbing the chicken because then you you scrub the skin off. Who don't want to eat the, the so if you ain't skin scrub, the chicken? If you ain't scrubbing the chicken to get the bacteria off, what's running a little water on it doing? 
You, 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 you ever had dirty, muddy hands and you just put your hands under the water? Do they get clean? No, you got to scrub it. So if you ain't scrubbing no chicken with some soap. Well, who scrubs chicken? <laughs> I'm just saying. If you ain't scrubbing no chicken with no soap, what the hell are you running water over there? I'm not scrubbing chicken. I'm not putting soap on there because the soap, I'm a, I don't want to taste soap. I want to taste my seasonings. Then you ain't doing nothing with the chicken. All you doing is running water over it because somebody else did it. Well, essentially, yeah. There's no purpose. It does to a certain extent because I don't want I don't want to cook what was in the little packet into my food. I don't put that in the flour. I don't put that in the you know just straight into the pan. It's no different running water on it. You ain't cleaning nothing off of it. Well, I thought I was <laughs> until you told me no. Now, <laughs> so people running water over your chicken does not do anything. And here's for my black man cooking cooking fried chicken. Talking about don't wash it. No, you don't need to wash the chicken. So you don't wash none of your meats, like fish, uh, meat, steaks, nothing. No, I'm cooking it. Now, with fish, I I usually get fresh fish, so I got to scale it. So, yeah, there's water involved in that. But, no, I'm not running the the food under some water to make me feel better. Why why, why throw the whole fish in the pan? Just go fry the whole fish like it is. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not a shark in the ocean. Scales don't do well with my digestive tract. Oh, I can see that. So no, yeah. So the the FDA has come out and said something that I've known for years, and that everybody who's taken some rudimentary science should have, <laughs> school, should have known for years. I mean, hey, I ain't never heard nobody die. Well, no, I guess my head's died. But I ain't nobody I know. No, right, right. Put it back in perspective. It ain't personal to me. Said my daddy gonna keep washing his chicken, so I'm gonna keep washing mine. <laughs> lightly, I'm 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 gonna wash it lightly. I'm gonna go and just you know, pat it dry, and put it in the seasoning or seasoning how I've been doing it, how you've been doing it, and then cook it. Ain't nobody gonna die. Hopefully not. I'm already on death's doorstep anyway. So right. <laughs> so you in death's driveway? Right. Let's not go in the door. <laughs> nah, I don't wanna go in death's house. Okay, so the next thing we want to talk about, uh, we, we want to, and since you broached these topics uh, with these uh, celebrity personalities who, you know, dole out all of these uh, advice and medical advice. So we're going to talk about Dr. Oz, we're going to talk about Dr. Phil, since this is going to be a topic about another health and wellness topic. <laughs> so I, I I don't see what the... The problem is without the odds. I thought he gave out decent advice, but I, but I, but if you watch him enough, um, it's always something up, something coming up about like, oh, don't eat this, don't eat that, and it's like, yeah, what can you have? Because I was watching one thing. He said he was had somebody that's like, you can't eat bread. Like he was talking about how how bad bread was for you. But what I guess what, what you know, what's your what's your take on these guys? Well, Doctor Oz is. It's a weird one because he is a licensed medical doctor. I mean, he was a a stand-up doctor in his field. Mm-hmm. And he pushes all these homeopathic bullshit medicines. Mm. It, it, it's shit that has absolutely no medical basis around it. And he pushes this stuff like it's miracle cures. I mean, mm. every, th- every time he pushes a product, he always talks like it's the coming of fucking Jesus. <laughs> in, in, in terms of health. And so that it fucking kills me is because he is a medical doctor. I mean, he had, you know, eight years of college medical residency and he was a, and he was a star in his goddamn field. And then he pushes these bullshit things onto, you know, 
or to I'm not gonna call them stupid people, but uninformed people. Okay. So that's that's the problem that I have with Doctor. So I guess be, being a doctor, you know, yes, he, he's 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 a professional doctor. Can he can he he can't change his mind and say like, oh, I found a better way. Yeah, you can change your mind if there is evidence to back it up. The things, that, the products that he pushing have absolutely no scientific basis. No, okay. So yeah, I mean, you know, so if, if a person thinks a certain way, and then there's newer evidence that you know that disproves what they think, it's more and it's more credible evidence and it's better evidence. You are allowed to change your mind. I'm not gonna be mad at you. I will be proud of you if somebody presents you with better evidence and that changes your mind on an opinion that you had. Mm-hmm. We as a society shouldn't beat anybody up for it. But if you come up with some bullshit and then you convince a million people of this bullshit. We as a society should beat you up about it. <laughs> See, so the thing, the, the supplements that he's pushing, all of these, you know, medical things. Well, I'm not going to say medical, but all of these beneficial things that he's pushing have no scientific basis. And a lot of times they can end up being harmful to people. And he he is a medical doctor who should know better. I mean, he even had a congressional hearing about this shit. Mm. He, he's, he's a fucking salesman. Oh, he he's pretty much like like a Dr. Sebi. I hate to make the comparison because Dr. Oz has an actual medical fucking degree. Right, he's actually a doctor. He's actually he, a doctor. He's the, he's the same kind of, you know, kind of snake. He, he's become the same kind of snake oil salesman. And speaking of motherfuckers who call themselves doctor, but aren't doctors, Dr. fucking Phil. Mm. He is not a doctor. He, I didn't know that. I thought he was. I thought, no. he was, I thought he was a psychologist. No, he had, he had a, he is not a clinical doctor. Okay. He got a PhD in like you know in, in psychology, but he has he has no medical background. So what 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 does it take for you just to be had the doctor you know officially put you in front of your be, name? One, you have to be licensed. You either working in academia or you working for the state. You have you okay. have to be licensed. You have to have a medical background. He's he plays a he plays a doctor on TV. So it shows basically it shows like you know he just he's helping people out. So well, it seems I thought he I thought he was a psychologist. So I thought his show's based on no, he is not a licensed psychologist. Okay, so by definition, no, he's not. No, he is not a doctor. Yeah, because a lot of times on the show, he's like he's trying to you know help people out, but in the in the sense of psychologists, they do help people, but I think it's it, you know it's more is more private. And these these episodes, they're just like. Exploiting these people's problems. He's making his money off of exploiting human misery. I mean, mm. he's honestly, he's he's just he's Jerry Springer. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, again, he's Jerry Springer. You know, with a with a faux medical coating. That's all he he's fucking Jerry Springer. And the fact of the matter is that he said the only the only saving grace I would have about Doctor Phil is the fact that he. Hey, you know, has medical people behind him, you know, mm-hmm. to do some fact checking. And, okay. you know, but he he's not a doctor. He's he can't give anybody a fucking diagnosis. He can't prescribe any kind of medication. And most of his show is just himself grandizing. So he'll, he he's calls people dumb too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but like, yeah, again, the only the only reason I've seen the show is because when I go down to my aunt's house on Friday, she you know she likes Doctor Phil. And I, you know, I sit there and I watch television with her. And one of the things that's on is Doctor Phil, and it's it's he's so so self-serving. 
it, it's all about Dr. Phil. It's all about promoting whatever thing that he's you know putting money behind. Mm-hmm. You know whatever thing his wife is doing. He he'll have her come up and talk about whatever thing you know organization she started. So he's it's so much self fucking promotion. It, it's really infuriating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy how Oprah got behind him. And he just well she was on he was on her show for quite you know quite a, quite right. a few times. And she then. gave him the, his spinoff show. Yeah, and and again they call him Doctor Phil. And he, he's as bad as Dr. Sebi. He's not a fucking doctor. So we have not only black people, but we got white people out there, you know, kind of promoting this, you know, these lifestyles or these things, that, these altered, these altering, you know, changing uh, lifestyles. And it's not helping. Or it's not, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not bad by science. Man, no, none, none of it is. So I mean, me, me, the only thing with like with Doctor Phil is he does have a team of specialists that he employs. So some of his information is more credible, mm-hmm. but he is not a doctor, and he is a fucking TV show host in the same vein as Jerry Springer, trying to bring interesting stories to get people watching, so he can make. So speaking of talk, talk show hosts, before we jump in about Steve Harvey, Mari Povich. I mean, what what, what about Mari? <laughs> Mari been on a long time. Yeah, Mari is a one trick pony. Yeah, he is. He found his niche. He and I. He gets the craziest goddamn black people <laughs> to to do to do this shit. And you want to know the funny thing about it is, if you ever read the disclaimer on his show, the paternity test don't actually hold up. Are you serious? Yep. They, they have a disclaimer about that. Do not use the results of the paternity test to actually determine paternity. Go to an official doctor and get those paternity tests. What? So, so I mean, so there, whatever there is, there's some margin of error and that you should actually go to an official doctor to, you know, for the paternity test. So when Maury said you were not the father, that's not 100% accurate. Oh, <laughs> <So>. mind blown! <laughs> so yeah, so if because because I always see at the end towards the end of the show or whenever they get like a break, they always show like the the test they use, the the, the, the company use for the test results. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a hundred percent. So they 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 always that that's a disclaimer that they always have. So Mark Povich, you told you you were not the father. Make sure you go to an official doctor and check. I hope I don't have an <laughs> so, so if somebody ever invites you on Maury Povich and he tells you that you're not the father, you're not hundred percent sure. You should really go get that get a get a blood test. Alright, so Maury Povich, uh Steve Wilkos. He was actually like I, I know he was a, was a bodyguard or a producer on Jerry Springer. Yeah, I think he was one of the security. Yeah, security guard. He got his own show. Which I didn't that's crazy in the fact that you you were a bodyguard and you had your own don't talk show. Yeah, I mean, they're giving everybody shows. Yeah, so you you watch this show? I've never seen it. Okay, I watch it and there. It's but it's more so like, uh, they they deal with tougher issues. They like you know like uh sexual abuse. Um, it's it's mainly a lot of sexual abuse and, and like who's a liar, who's not. Oh, so okay, so he found his niche. He found his niche too because like every time I turn, it's like you know, you you know, you touched those kids. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Well, I said a lot into the test. Oh, it proved you did. I don't want to say this because I work for the government and I've had to take a polygraph, mm-hmm. but polygraphs are bullshit. Yeah, they're, they're very easy to uh, manipulate. It, it, they don't actually tell you anything. Okay. 
I mean, even if you were to take a polygraph by the police, polygraph tests are not admissible in court. So they don't hold no weight then? That should tell you something. Mm. Any A polygraph test that is done by a police officer in a murder investigation is not admissible in court. So anytime that you go on the show and they say, we have you take this polygraph test, you failed, take that result with a grain of goddamn salt. It's always like, you know, oh, you cheated on me. It came back, you lied. And it's like, it's always, it's all, nine times out of ten, it's the same result that they lied. Or is that, is that one time when they told the truth? Because the thing that a polygraph test actually tests, it can't tell you whether or not you're telling the truth or not. Because if you are an exceptionally nervous person, they're plugging up things to you. You're nervous. You won't be able to answer the question without seeming as if you're lying. So take every polygraph result with a grain of salt. So if they, and if, remember that it's not admissible in court. So it's not if it doesn't hold that much weight, then why are they used? Oh, because... Pop culture says that it's oh, the end all okay. be all of determining whether someone is lying. Hey. It's, it's all about what pop culture says. And if you've seen it in enough movies, strap them up to the ladder tech test, you're a liar. <laughs> it becomes part of the cultural zeitgeist. Gotcha. So, Steve Wilkos, Mari Povich, uh, who else is out there for talk shows? Ellen? Um, I don't. What does Ellen do? I don't know. She's the she's like you know it's always the feel it's the feel good show. Oh, doesn't she just make people dance and stuff? I don't, yeah, I don't think I particularly have any issues. I've never really watched this show but unless she got some CD dark shit going on that I don't know about. I mean, Ellen, she, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why you bring your name up? <laughs> what do you What do you know? <laughs> I don't. I mean, yeah, her show's always is, is a happy. It's a happy show. She. Oh, she, then I got that. Her, her stick is that every time I if I, when I come across it, she's always bringing on the nets, uh, in that sensation on there, and then they blow up. Oh, you I know, mean, well, because she's huge in the talk show. Would he just be watching a bunch of talk shows when you at dialysis? Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, I figured this well, was. <laughs> I flipped through the channels because they have a little TV there. I flipped through the channels. Oh, I'm not. I, I'm not flipping through TV trying to find something like not to look at. Or I'll be on my phone I'm, and I'm looking on the internet or I'm, I'm writing up topics for us or I'm, you know, doing other things to, you know, occupy my time. Or try to make use of my time while I'm in there for three and a half hours. But, yeah, I be coming across talk shows. I'm like, what are they talking about? And I'm like, okay, nothing, 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 nothing. And then you, that's how you know it's like some internet person is on there and then he blew up and they have millions of followers all of a sudden. So, but, yeah, that's, her, that's been mainly her stick was, you know, is working on somebody and then they, they blow up. Um, I don't have any particular issues with Ellen. I mean, again, unless you know something I don't, that I need to put my foot down Ellen's throat. Hey, I don't want, I don't want no problems. <laughs> Shit, if Ellen help me find a kidney, I'm more grateful, but I, I have no problems with Ellen. So, uh, no, I mean, I got no issues with Ellen. Uh, who else is there? Today? Okay, Ellen, Steve Wilkos, Mari Povich, Jay Springer Stallone. What about the judge shows? You, you don't watch no judge shows? I mean, uh, when I go down to my aunt's house, she watches Judge Judy. Uh, so I, I, you know, I watch that with her as well. I don't like Judge Judy. Why not? One, she's far removed from poor people. Mm-hmm. So when, oh. she, when she has poor people on her show, she doesn't understand the plight of poor people. And she will shit on somebody for she, not being able to do stuff because they're fucking poor. Yeah. But judge so Judy makes a bank. She is completely removed from the struggles of being poor. And so, and that comes in her judgments and her interactions with people. And two, 
Jeff Judy talking, she she got a slick ass mouth. <laughs> if this was, if we was on the streets, Judge Judy get that ass beat. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> if she come out, if she popping off at the mouth on the streets, she get that ass beat. <laughs> she would. She about what? She about like what? Eighty years old? I don't even care how old she is. I'm not nice. I ain't saying that's a, that's a, that's the age you don't get your ass beat, but you get them hands she, laid on you. She popping off at the mouth. The way that somebody who tried to get that ass beat pop off at the mouth. So that's all I'm saying. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that I do have yeah, people with Judge Judy. She do get you smart. They be like, but think about it. It's a, it's a couple of you gotta catch it though. They the 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 people on the show have came back at her. Like one guy was like, um, I was sleeping with your mom or sleeping with your daughter, something like that. And she like, what? Huh? He's like, is it a joke? But yeah, they come. They, they get slick with her. Like it's, it's a whole segment on YouTube where you see they get slick with her. They got slick with Judge Joe Brown, and uh, even even uh, Judge Mathis. So I, I, I like I like Judge Mathis and um oh what's her name? It's the People's Court. I can't remember her name though. But she but she she's funny though. She's really witty. So yeah, I mean I don't know about any of them. Like I said, because the only one judge show that my aunt watches is Judge Judy, and I and yeah, I take extra special issues. With her. I got I got issue Judge Judy. I, guess I got I got a quick little story as number. When I was younger, I was trying to see this little uh this little this little girl I was I was talking to, and I was like, "Ma, can you take me to the little girl house?" She like, "Yeah, I gotta do something, whatever. I will take you." I said, "All right, cool." The little girl like, "Yeah, I, I come over. I'm be there like around whatever like whatever time was that thing like say like one o'clock." So my mom get fetched done to about two. She's like, "All right, wait a minute. I gotta do one more thing, and I'll take you." I said, "Okay." So I told a girl, yeah, one more, you know, give me a little more time of finishing up. Mind you, I ain't like taking the bus, and this is out like Poplar Grove, so I want to catch the bus out to the hood. Oh yeah, you you wasn't catching the bus at all. When we we ain't gotta go that far into it. <laughs> okay, that's my old, bad. that's old enough episode. My bad. Okay, thank you. Um, so she gets done at three o'clock. I was like, all right, Mike, you take me. As Judge Judy go off, Judge Judy was on for fucking two hours. I'm like, so Judge Judy cop blocked. Cop blocked the <laughs> fuck out of me. Thank you, Judge Judy. Old white bitch. <laughs> so, I got beef with Judge Judy off of that alone. Oh, like I said, I, my beef with her is one, how she talked to people, and two, how she doesn't understand the struggle of being fucking poor. Now, I don't know what her background is, but she get paid like 10 to 15 million yeah, a, she, a I think season. She makes, I think she makes uh, 4 million for about four months of work. Woo! Yeah, so. Damn, we, we we just born white women with a judge show. We be sad. Uh, yo, you don't know? <laughs> Roll it in the dough. I mean, I talk shit to people all the time, and I don't make no money off of that. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that the fuck out there. Give me a judge show. I can do some. I can give a bullshit verdict and shit, talk we, down to we people. Just need, we just need a talk show because you ain't got no credentials nowadays. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Fucking the doctor, the doctor Stefan and Doctor uh, Segree. Segree. <laughs> Fucking herbal health element hour. <laughs> I'm letting you know right now, I need number Kool-Aid. That's my remedy for whatever you Kool-Aid packets. <laughs> right. Whatever your element is, said, it's oh, Kool-Aid. You got pink eye, use the pink Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> you got bruises, purple Kool-Aid. Said so what you do is you make a batch of Kool-Aid, you take the leftover, you snort that, <laughs> and rub the rest in your eye. <laughs> That's sound medical advice. <laughs> that 
how we get down. There you go. So I can have my own talk show just like motherfucking Dr. Phil and Dr. Us. There you go. And if we talking about giving out horrible advice, your boy. <laughs> Why your boy. Be my boy. Because he your boy. Yeah, he ain't done nothing for me. Your boy. Steve motherfucking hug. I don't know where to start with that, man. I just feel like the advice he gives sometimes, it's just one-sided. Now, one, I, I, I see him give a couple advice, some advice a couple of times. It's like, oh, okay, that's that's not, that wasn't too bad. I'm sorry. The, the man who has been married five times is giving out poor advice? What? What? How the fuck you giving out relationship advice and you on marriage number five? You clearly don't know how to make the shit work. How you going to tell somebody else how to make it work? I mean... That, so here's how I point. fucked up with the last four. Don't do this. This is true. It's hard to believe. Take it's hard to take the advice from somebody who's been married several times, and the marriages have not worked. Versus someone who has probably had the marriage for one time and married for forty years. And, said, and, and even and even then, because uh, like you know, my stepmother and my father have been married for some. 20, 30 years. I don't even know at this point. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a long game. So like some 20 years. It's like, you know, I, I could take advice from them, but all you know how to do is be married to that person. <laughs> I'm not marrying that person, so your advice isn't that relevant to me. Because only plans to that person. That makes sense. I mean, my parents were married for 42? Going on, yeah, about 42 years. So your parents can tell me how to be married to each other. <laughs> Yeah, that's even funny within themselves. Cause they be they be arguing. They be like, they don't argue, but they have like, these little spats. And be like, what's wrong with y'all? Oh, he ain't telling where he was going. Where'd you go? To the basement. <laughs> he went to the basement and tell her she's upset about that. That's that's the kind of conflict they have at forty two years old. At forty two years worth of marriage. Oh, see, I mean, yeah. I mean, I can, <clears throat> but I can trust their advice better than I can trust Steve Harvey's. I I knew that you know I couldn't hear a goddamn thing Steve Harvey said when he. When he said about atheists that he can't understand where atheist morality come from, I was like, "How the fuck does that even make sense? Like, you know, so how, he, how can you be a moral a moral person if you don't believe in God? Because apparently, morality comes from God." Oh, so he, so he's saying that you can't have morality if you don't believe in yeah, God. Yeah, you can't so. have a moral compass if you don't believe in God. Well, that's not true. Because you know, in the pantheon of human history, only the people who believed in who believe in God could be good people. Mm. So yeah, so fuck Steve Harvey and every bit of advice that he gives. <laughs> I, I'm not hating on him because he's more famous than me. Because he's been more famous than me for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not. You have. I get your point. I definitely do. Like that's that's not cool to say. Like oh, a group of people. You being what? Well, you being a bigot then almost. Right? No. To to a degree. Okay. But yeah, yeah you do you ain't in a group of people because they're the, they don't have the same the same mindset as you. Right. You can't say that you know they're immoral. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Understanding the morality is is that it can only come from a higher power as opposed to that you know people in and of themselves create morality and then follow those rules. Well, then you wouldn't cheat on your wives. But we don't uh, we don't know that. Uh, I mean, it, if we going by morality. Uh, Five fucking marriages. That's a lot. That's a lot. I don't, I don't know how moral you can be to be married five fucking times. Yeah, I was reading up on him today, and it, it was uh, he. I think his third or fourth wife was saying that you know he he cheated on her and all this other stuff. He's like, nah, I didn't do that. And I think that's how a lot of his marriage were ending. That you know he was infidelity issues, whatever. So mm. 
Um, it didn't hold the whole think like a man thing. Yeah, I mean, about I think about the only bit of advice that I I liked out of the whole thing like a man thing was you know dealing with children and introducing you know children to the potential mate early mm-hmm. as opposed to you know keeping them a secret and just ha ha I got kids so yeah right. you know so if you want I think that was about the only advice of his that I actually is like yeah that you know because that's something that I always say you know if a person you're dealing with a person that got children and it's a potential for a long term relationship then sure you should probably you know introduce them early so that you know they can become acclimated because this is one thing y'all been dating for months and months and months and then he meet you know meet the, the child and then it's like fuck this little nigga <laughs> so yeah that was about the only thing but all the rest of him is of his advice man he can go he can kiss all of the ass <laughs> you hear that Steve <laughs> kiss all of the ass one one thing he had in his book too was like the 90 day rule and was you know it was you know I think not you know not to be intimate but 90 days you're dating somebody it's like a it's, it's, it's like a child run you get to know somebody and before you got the benefits, you got to wait to make them wait 90 days. Now, I, I, I like the idea of that, but I think realistically, if you want to jump, you want to jump my bones the first day, I'm all for it. I'm or, not, not going to slut shame you. I'm right. sorry. I am, a, I am an open liberal individual. If the mood is right, then we both just, we, we get finished with the date and he's like, you know what? Penis. Let's just get to playing with it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if we both feel the same way, what's to stop us? We're grown ass consenting adults. Right. Consenting. Yes, yes. Consent is a huge part of that. Right. No rippy. <laughs> I just don't walk out of the restaurant. Well, the penis is out. <laughs> get the plane, please. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, yeah, that whole idea of. You know, you, you gotta wait, wait to have sex because you know, waiting to have sex makes the relationship stronger. I, I, I don't understand that one. I mean, you know, <laughs> I feel like you know, when I when I when I dated it, you know, I did I didn't have no expectation of like how long it would be before before we had sex. You know, it's like I wait I wait for her to make that you know the, 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 let me know where it's going. You know, to get a guy get a feel of you know if we if we gonna if that's gonna happen sooner or later. So now, and because I used to say like, "Oh, it's nine day. What makes nine day rule or like wait a year?" You tell me a year, bye. <laughs> oh, you telling me ninety days, bye? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, "Well, we gotta wait for your vagina to bloom." <laughs> hey, what's going on here? What's going on with the your part? The high tide, the moon got me full. <laughs> what's go- What's going on with your parts? Then you need a gestation period for your vagina before you can use it. <laughs> So yeah, I th- you know, it's, it's, it's everybody's different, you know, and you know, you have standards, right? I for, mean, when, for when you want, when you when you when you have you got enough data, I guess on us, <laughs> you know, either way, that's fine, dandy. You know, when you comfortable, you comfortable, or you want to be like, look, if we can have some fun, but we're gonna be one and done. That's cool too, right? I'm right. all for that. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of Steve Harvey and all of the advice that he gives. Again. I think he's. I think he's done really well with uh, Family Feud because before he was on there, it was. I think it was as popular as it was as it is now. You got you. You have a lot of. Uh, this is this is more mean, fun. It's, it's so formulaic though. Like he'll ask a question that obviously will be misinterpreted as something sexual, and then he'll just. But I don't think that's. that's I don't think that's his fault though. 
No, it's the fault of the producers. Okay. And then he'll give the exact same overreaction. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's so formulaic. Like because again, that's one of the shows that um, when I go down, you know, to visit my aunt, she watches and I I watch with it. And the formula is so formulaic. It's like, Ugh, okay, all right, you're gonna ask a question that's gonna extremely be misinterpreted as something sexual, and then you know, the one of the contestants is gonna say something sexual, and then uh, Steve Harvey is gonna give this canned ex- response to it. Mm-hmm. It's like it in. Now that I'm pointing it out, watch the show. You'll see it. Oh yeah, no, I watched it enough. My, my dad was my dad. He gets on a stick where he uh, he finds a show. He kind of, he'll like he'll watch it for like. A long period of time till he, till he actually wasn't gets bored of it. He's he's been watching for quite a few years, and I watch it with him. Like, all right, yeah, okay. It's it's like they found a niche and they keep rolling with it every yeah, time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, his, I, I like him on that. Um, he, has, he has another show. He, he was on. He's he Family Feud. He has a talk show. He got a radio show. Um, yeah, big the the show called Big Shots. Yeah. It's like it's, like, it's a little kids show. It's kind of like a kiss of the Donnest things. Oh, okay. So okay. it's on the same premise of that, and that, that's it's a cute show because the kids on there doing different things. So I think it's good with that. So, but now he's his show got canceled, the talk show, <clears throat> and um, they replacing um him with Jenny McCarthy. No, I doubt it's Jenny McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, the woman that was uh on Mackie Molly. Okay. Yeah, yeah her. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, he he getting replaced by her on Big Shot, so I'm pretty sure he got something else coming in the works. Um, I mean, he's still on the radio. Yeah, so I mean, while I was down in Georgia, you know, over the you know, <coughs> past weekend, he's on you know on the radio on that morning show, just being an annoying ass Steve Harvey. <laughs> Is there anybody you do like? Damn, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people I like, but I, I I I like Steve Harvey as a comedian, but when he started trying to be a self help guru. That's when everything kind of fell off of me. Yeah, yeah. Listen, as a comedian, I mean, the Kings of Comedy is fucking hilarious. And his True. segment in Kings of Comedy is fucking hilarious. But when he started trying to be a self-help guru, mm-mm. Yeah, he started shilling out a lot of dumbass advice. Mm-mm. Nope. Can't do it. Can't listen to him. Yeah, I can shut that. Anything else you want to touch on? I think that's pretty much I, it. I think, I think that, that's got it covered on, on all of the, the TV Ideologues that I hate. <laughs> so again, so for anybody who's who watches these shows and who takes them seriously, one, the, the bullshit that Doctor Oz pushes has no medical efficacy whatsoever. Look in, look into it. He he touts things as miracle cures that don't actually do shit. Doctor Phil is not a fucking doctor, so he is he plays a doctor on television. And he will call himself Dr. Phil to the day he died, but he is not a goddamn doctor. He is not a licensed medical practitioner. And if you listen to Steve Harvey, don't. <laughs> Especially not dating advice. <laughs> right. No, none of his. I mean, granted, he is a successful individual, but his advice is bullshit. Stop listening to him. And don't wash your meat. Yes. Regardless of what somebody told you, stop washing your meat. And women don't wash your meat. I think it was a blanket statement. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Say thank you for tuning in. Like always, hit us up on our Gmail account. You can listen to us on Spotify, on you know Google Play Music, on iTunes, and on SoundCloud. Hit that like button, subscribe. You know the notifications, all of the YouTube shit. I don't particularly care, but he kind of does. 
Help me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show.